I firmly believe the IRS must treat all taxpayers fairly and equitably, not only in policy, but just in making a phone call to the 800 number, which is a disaster admitted by the IRS. This is essential to the IRS's core mission and to the taxpayer experience. That's U.S. Representative Bill Pascrell talking about the horrible experience U.S. taxpayers had with the IRS. In 2021, the U.S. government issued tax relief credits in an attempt to ease some of the financial burdens Americans were facing as a result of the pandemic. Unsurprisingly, taxpayer questions came flooding into the IRS with call volumes as high as 68 million. Let's face it, the IRS isn't known for their cutting-edge technology, and nor were they equipped to handle the influx of incoming calls. In fact, the pressure on the system became so intense that it garnered the attention of the Congressional Oversight Committee. Because U.S. Congress basically went to IRS and said, you have a really poor experience, you have a really poor solution back to the American taxpayer, and we as Congress demand that you make improvements in this area. So there was a lot of pressure (laughs) on the team, right? And with the threat of having a Congressional Oversight Committee Faced with a congressional mandate to improve the tax relief experience for the American people, the IRS quickly turned to nuance. Today, I'm talking with Joe Salt, Director of Professional Services on the Enterprise Team, about how nuance helped the IRS create a better customer experience for taxpayers and what new advancements are in the works. Hi, Joe. Welcome to Think Big. Hi, thanks for having me. I was waiting for this invitation for a long time now. (laughs) Well, here it is. So, Joe, let's set the scene here. So, the IRS was established in 1862, which just blows my mind, and since then hasn't had an automated solution for answering taxpayer questions. Why did they decide 160 years later to come to Nuance for help? So, really, where this all started was because of COVID. Right. So throughout 2020 and 2021, as we know, there was a lot of stimulus relief coming out of the U.S. government. Um, There's a lot of taxpayer assistance. And really what that meant is we as the American taxpayers had a lot of questions. Right. So, uh, you know, do I do I need to apply for stimulus? Do I qualify? I'm a active military and stationed overseas. Do I need to count stimulus on my taxes? Um, And by early 2021, there was literally hundreds of thousands of calls that were coming to the IRS every day, just asking those types of questions. Um, And at the time, IRS was really unable to answer like 60 or 70% of the calls coming to them. So literally, if if you're the taxpayer, six out of 10 times, you get like ring no answer or, or just hung up on. So it was obviously a really horrible situation. And the IRS at the time had really no way to help millions, literally millions of taxpayers during COVID. Wow. That's a tough, I mean, COVID was, was tough as it was and so many things were changing. So that totally makes sense. And to hear that number of the percent of calls, I can only imagine how, how hard that must have been for them. Um, like how did, so how did your team tackle it? How did the, how did the technology come about? So, yeah, so IRS came to us looking for help and they kind of set up the, the stage, right? That they, to their credit, they had a whole bunch of information on their website. So they had like pages and pages and pages of answers to, to frequently asked questions. And at the time, again, yeah, the situation was so crazy that 
the, the answers to the questions kept changing. There was more rounds of stimulus coming out, right? So they, they needed to make sure that, you know, they had a single uh, system of record of where all these answers lived and something that they could change regularly as the situation continued to, to go on. And they needed something immediately for both English and Spanish speaking customers. They needed something immediately because like, like we just said, right, thousands of calls were, were going unanswered every day. So when we sat down and looked at that with the IRS, what we realized is, okay, we need to figure out a way to bring our technology to bear that lets us get something stood up very quickly. We need to be able to use the things that Nuance is good at, like speech recognition, natural language, you know, our TTS processing and things like that. But the, the unique wrinkle here was that the IRS had so much of that data on their website, right? So what we were able to do is use a Microsoft product, and this was, you know, before before the merger, right? Um, right. But we were able to use a Microsoft project called QNA Maker to basically take all that information on their website and use that to kind of populate uh, what the IVR was doing behind the scenes, and then we wrap that technology with a professional services effort to you know keep the system current and engage with IRS and build that partnership. That's so cool. It's it's really cool how that all worked together. Um, can you share just a little more around, around the FAQ bot and how the, it worked with Microsoft Q&A Maker? How did it like work together? Yeah, so really Microsoft Q&A Maker is essentially like a keyword mapping system, if you will. And as I say that, I realize that like our friends at Microsoft probably wouldn't classify it that way. This is just me, you know, me just being dumb. Yeah, this, this is just the way my simple brain understands it, right? Um, but, but basically what it allows you to do is you can upload a whole bunch of documents or in our case, point uh, Q&A maker to a web page. And it basically does like a text analysis of all the, the words that are in whatever you point it to. And it organizes all of that data into like key value pairs, essentially, right? So Q&A Maker basically spit out this big you know, set of data to say, okay, here's all the keywords and here's the answers associated with those keywords, right? So we were basically able to then take the output of that and use that to build essentially like a NLU-like grammar that could be used by an IVR. So from there, we built a small IVR that you know basically just said welcome to irs how can i help you um we you know used our best practices around krypton recognition and uh real-time tts to play back the responses from those keywords we used nuance mix which allowed us to streamline the project lifecycle, and then we put that solution into the nuance cloud uh, so we were able to rapidly stand up you know, our cloud infrastructure to be able to start taking those calls right away Wow, it's such a good example of, again, I mean, I've talked about this on, on other episodes of Think Big, of nuanced technology and Microsoft technology just working so well together and really complementing each other. Tell me, how did it actually help the IRS? Like, what was the actual impact of the technology and, and how were the people that were using it, um, like, how did it impact them? Yeah, so... Um... We were able to stand up that solution in like six weeks. So, you know, six weeks from us whiteboarding wow. out what would be possible on like That's one That's fast, night, right? right? <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. yeah. It literally is like going from hearing about an issue and drawing some things out on a whiteboard to, you know, going to deployment in, in six weeks, right? Um, 
And immediately, uh, first and foremost, IRS was able to answer all of the calls, right? So before they had 60, 70% that were unanswered at all. You know, now they're able to physically answer them. Wow. Um, and the IVR was able to contain mid 40s, 42% of the calls that came into the system. So we went from IRS not even being able to, you know, to pick up the phone to now, you know, 42% of the calls were ending in the system, which, you know, significantly changed the, the level of calls that were coming through to the IRS contact center and IRS agents. So when you do the math of their call volumes at the time, it was like close to like 3 million calls were saved by the IVR, which wow. resulted in like $12 million of savings for the IRS in that first <laughs> that, year. That's um, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, I mean, it, you know, it's an amazing story it, and it's also really great for, for taxpayers, right? Because you as the taxpayer went from ring, no answers, waiting on hold for, for long periods of time to getting something that you could get your answer quickly, right? For your question. And it's really a dedication, not only to, to the nuance of Microsoft technologies we use, but you know, those six weeks were not a, a picnic, right? There was a lot of hard work <laughs> done by the team you know, to, to get, uh, to get that stood up. Yeah. I mean, I'm a taxpayer, I'll admit it. Um, and I don't think of IRS and associate it with like amazing technology or easy to find an answer or any of these great things that you're talking about. So the fact that you're almost like building trust with those customers in a new way, and they might be more inclined to like go back and like look for a different question or come back, you know, and when they get stuck, now they know that there's this cool way of getting an answer. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it hasn't gone so far to make you want to pay more, more, more in taxes, right? It hasn't done no. that, but yeah, that's absolutely correct that we, we did see a lot of people asking multiple questions and, um, you know, getting multiple answers. So, so that was really cool to see. Let's fast forward. Let's talk about what they're interested in next. Like what other problems has the IRS seemed interested in solving with Nuance technology? So that initial stimulus FAQ bot, as it was called, that went live in May of 2021. So since then, uh, IRS has actually come back to us and wanted two more FAQ bots, right? So after the stimulus packages, then the next piece of legislation was around child tax credits, which again, spun off a whole bunch more questions and answers. And then, you know, those two things were really geared to more of us as general taxpayers. But the IRS also wanted an FAQ bot specific to small businesses and self-employed taxpayers uh, because those questions and those answers are are obviously a little bit different because of their specific situation. So those additional two FAQ bots went live uh, in early 2022. And all three of those things were really more for those dynamic events, dynamic calls, changing situation type thing. So since then, we've really shifted a lot of the work that's been going on on the account to more of a, I'll say, traditional type of IVR to help taxpayers with everyday types of tasks. So being able to do collections in an automated fashion, being able to look up your account records and things like that, right? Kind of the the, the more typical self-service features using conversational design, natural language, more in line with you know, our best practices of, of solutions that we bring to bear. 
And it's funny, you made a joke about this earlier, right? But really, where this vein came from, uh, it was mandated by U.S. Congress because U.S. Congress basically went to IRS and said, you have a really poor experience. You have a really poor solution back to the American taxpayer. And we as Congress demand that you that you make improvements in this area. So there was a lot of pressure uh, on the team, right? And with the threat of having a congressional oversight committee, you know, if we have a deadline or something like that, right? We have learned about millions of taxpayers calling the IRS only to receive no answer from the agency. You don't have to be Lieutenant Colombo to see the IRS has major problems. These IRS failures cannot continue. So we actually went live with the first phase of that collection system in summer of 2022. And we have three more releases uh, throughout this fall to continue to expand that solution. And that, that's the solution that's going to help us as taxpayers on our everyday types of tasks. Well, I guess we have to thank Congress <laughs> for pushing this because, yeah, it's it's definitely not the best experience. It hasn't been the best experience. And, you know, we're in 2022. We're in this century. It's like they're finally catching up to the technologies around them and, and finally becoming what everyone else would love them to be. <laughs> so that makes sense. So it sounds like there was like actual digital transformation that IRS has gone through over the past year or so. What has been the reaction to this exciting solution that the team has really shared with them? Yeah, I mean, the feedback has been extremely positive. You know, like you said, right? They're, <laughs> they must love it. <laughs> they, they love it, right? Because they're they're now, you know, in the world as we know it, right? And it's it's just such a marketable impact back to us as American taxpayers, right? That they can kind of hang their hat on. And we've actually seen it's gotten pretty significant press coverage from major media outlets, you know, ABC News, CNN, the top news companies throughout the, the country are picking up on the fact that IRS is making these changes and they're, they're bringing this technology to bear. And even, you know, at the time of this recording, there was, there was recent legislation just passed a few weeks ago where in that legislation, IRS is actually getting even more funding uh, to continue to push this ball forward. And I'd like to think that some of that is because of the great work that we've done so far, right? that, that they <laughs> realize so. that this is possible. Yeah, right. We're changing history here. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you are. I mean, really, like when you think of government agencies, you don't think of high tech. You don't think of like a great experience. So it's beneficial to nuance. But again, like as a taxpayer, you and I, we get to experience it firsthand as well. So now that we've built this trust with the IRS and they've seen our solutions in action, solving all these problems, what's next? What are the next opportunities that lie ahead? Yeah, so for 2023, really where IRS wants to go is to build even more of an ongoing partnership, uh, especially with our professional services team, to the point where they want to have essentially like a dedicated team of nuanced resources that work on nothing but IRS solutions, whether it be you know expanding those existing solutions out there or or maintenance on them. They also want to create more uh, solutions for things like where's my refund, uh, employee you know employee service desk type of items for IRS employees. They have like this this huge backlog of functionality that they want to create you know more and more content and and continue to make these types of conversational solutions. So they've asked for. 21 
dedicated nuanced resources to just do nothing but IRS over the course of 2023. So that would equal about 42,000 hours of professional services that will work in 2023 for IRS. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And all of those employees would be federally licensed, federal background checks. We're going to be building out a portion of our cloud host environment that is fully federally certified. It's called FedRAMP. So, so it's just a lot of, of work that's going to be done there. And ultimately, it's, it's on IRS's vision of they want to have 1-800-CALL-IRS, right, where we as taxpayers just make that one phone call and everything that we need to do, whether it be for our small business or for us as just normal taxpayers, to check the status of our refunds or to make payments or to ask frequently asked questions, like it's all going to be under one big umbrella. That's the vision that they want to get to that they can then replicate that across channels. So we're just on this you know, journey with them, really all starting because of you know, COVID FAQ response. Yeah, FAQ bot is where it all started. <laughs> I mean, I feel like sometimes I feel like nuance is like a superhero and we just like see the problem and we just swoop in and look at it now. I mean, this is, it's just amazing how it's grown and how they have built, built this trust with them and the future ahead. I mean, there's so much that our technology could fix. I could, I could list some. You know, I, I you and I talked before, and I, I mentioned uh, the DMV is one that I would love Nuance to tackle someday. <laughs> Put that on your list, Joe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go to the DMV tomorrow. Yeah. Talk to them about it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, speaking of, so what other government agency contracts do you think it could expand to? Yeah. So what we, I mean, all joking aside, right? What we've definitely seen is that these federal agencies kind of watch each other, right? It's, it's, it's a small group. Um, and there are some levels of connectivity between, between the, the agencies. And especially when you start to get on federal contracts, and like I said, once our you know, solution is federally certified, it makes it easier to go from agency to agency, right? So uh, we definitely have some opportunities there. I know that we've you know, been in some, some discussions with like the Department of Veterans Affairs, We've done a little bit of introductory type work with uh, USDA, and uh, we actually have a sales team that is you know, focused on federal government sales. So they're kind of chomping at the bit to, uh, to you know, share this story with all of their, their federal contacts. And we definitely think that there's going to be a, a lot of work coming out of the federal space you know, over the next couple of years as a result of this. That's amazing. It's it's really amazing. Great story. Before we finish up, I have one more question for you. As someone involved with this, just like personally, what has it been like? Has it been a really interesting journey? Uh, a lot of late nights, that's for sure. No, I mean, no. yeah, you know, it's it kind of sounds stupid, right, in a way. But I've been here for I've been with Nuance for seventeen years. I want to say, wow. Um, and it's it's easy to get lost in the day to day, right, along the way. But this was really the kind of the one of the first, if not the first, account that I can think of that had national press coverage, right, and. Um, was was really helping people during, you know, arguably one of the worst times of of recent memory, right? Uh, as as the situation with COVID unfolded, so it just has like a little bit of a different feel than you know a lot of the other projects that 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 I've been on. And then the other thing I'll say is it's 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 just been a really 
interesting experience for for us as a company as well and us as a team um, because it's not something that we've done before. You know that that FAQ bot that we started with, and you know the integration of Nuance and Microsoft technologies behind the scenes that that wasn't something that we've done before, right? So it really brought a lot of different uh, team members together, thinking outside of the box. You know, it really was was a lot of hard work across many different people and many different parts of our organization. And that was really awesome to see as well. That's so rewarding on so many levels. I mean, contributing to helping people during a global pandemic to like uncharted territory of innovation and technology. It's just, it's an incredible story. Thank you, Joe. This has been so great having you on Think Big. Really appreciate it. And thanks again. Thank you. If you end up needing to contact the IRS to answer your question, be sure to thank Joe and our awesome enterprise team. Check out the cool press and resources below to learn more. Thank you all for listening to this Think Big podcast. If you enjoyed it, be sure to like it and you can add a comment with your thoughts below. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.